0: Jesus, thank you for this morning, and uh, thank you again as Justin and I were just talking. Thank you for um, giving Justin vision uh, for his life uh, and his family, and thank you for uh, his willingness to share um, uh, things that, Lord, that you're speaking to him, and um, I just ask you to help us open our hearts and minds to those messages, things that uh, specifically you want each of us Listening live or listening later, that uh, things that we, you want, Lord, us to hear and uh, contemplate. Uh, we thank you for Justin and Shelly and the kids and ask you to bless him and um, just give him the resources and the energy and the vision to carry out your mission uh, through him, Lord. Amen. Justin, good morning. Happy Monday.
1: Yeah, same to you, Jerry. Good morning, tribe here. Uh, Jerry, I'm going to hit you Monday morning with a Bible quiz. So I'm oh, going to read a verse here. I did not prepare you for this. Uh, no. I'm going to read a verse, and I want you to tell me if it's Old Testament
0: or New Testament. Okay. Yes. You ready? Yeah, I got a really but bad connection with you all of a sudden. I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Drop <laughs> right. me now.
1: Get into more pain. All yeah. right. If your right eye causes you to stumble, gouge it out and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to be thrown in hell. And if your right hand causes you to stumble, cut it off, and throw it away, it is better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to go into hell. All
0: right, New Testament or Old Testament? Can I call a friend? (laughs) (laughs) Rufus, (laughs) Rufus, Old
1: Testament. Old Testament, that is Incorrect. It sounds like Old Testament, right? But it's actually, yes. Isn't that crazy? It's actually in the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew 5, it's actually Jesus's words, right? If your right eye causes you to stumble, gouge it out, throw it away. It's better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. And if your right hand causes you to stumble, cut it off, throw it away. It's better for you to lose one part of your body than your whole body to go into hell this is like we often like if you see our bible or how we preach on sundays or you listen to our worship songs we we really focus on words that aren't even in the bible like unconditional love or our characteristics Our kind of theology is very one-sided in, and yeah. in how we talk about god and then jesus gets up and gives a sermon like this mm. what do you do with this it seems like there's some conditions <laughs> on our salvation here yeah. and it Super difficult, super controversial. There's a reasons preacher, preachers don't preach this stuff. You have small churches when you actually quote Jesus in sermons, right? We want to make it warm and fluffy and a bunch of cliche statements that make us all feel good that aren't controversial. Yeah. This is a super difficult verse and challenging verse for us to wrestle with. And I really started to think differently about this verse, Um we love to immerse ourselves in different communities, and so pre-COVID, every year we would find a different, interesting community and go spend time with them at a conference or a week, or just some fascinating journeys we've had in spiritual walks. And uh, a couple of years ago, we went to a Mennonite conference. I love my wife because she's so adventurous, and we'll do these things. You know, it was like a you know an all-day conference of all Mennonites. You know, wear head coverings and all that stuff, and. Um, so I was like, let's, let, let's do this thing. Or she I don't even know how we got going to, we went to this thing and, you know, nothing makes you feel more weird than walking into a place where you're like completely different than everybody else. Yeah. And, but the people were super nice and interesting and fascinating. We met tons of conversations and met people and they all are, you know, lots of kids running around, but they broke us off into a, like men's and women's group. And so I'm sitting in this group with all the, the men and, uh the leader of this thing, I kind of read one of these verses and he said, you know what? He goes, Jesus meant what he said. And I was like, what? What do you mean? What do you mean? He meant what he said. said." (laughs) I I wanted to start arguing with him. No, he didn't actually mean that. (laughs) That's right. I was like, what do I argue? He didn't, did he not mean what he said? How do you do this with, you know, unconditional love and all these kind of things, you know, super confused, but it was super convicting conversation. And I realized that they really took this seriously. And, wow. and uh, my heart on this verse, at least my interpretation of this verse, you know, I, I don't want to get into judging salvation and where all that stuff goes. But my heart on this verse is, man, do whatever it takes mm. do not to be sinning. Like, do whatever it takes. We live in a culture, I was speak, there's largely men on this thing, but not all men, where pornography and stuff is just rampant, I guess it's problem for women today as well but and i'm when i mentor these younger guys you know i've looked many of them in the face and i'd be like read this verse to them i said do whatever it takes do whatever it takes because if jesus meant what he said (laughs) this could be a terrifying verse for us Mm -hmm. and 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 i one of my benchmarks of how i judge maturity is like immature people think they can handle it uh or, and mature people know they can't. <laughs> or uh, mature people uh, know they are broken and build their lives in that way. They know they are sinners. They know where they are capable of things. Immature people think they can manage it and they can handle it. And they're mature enough and strong enough to handle it. And so these verses here are are really challenging for us to look at this and do, do whatever it takes. Whatever. it takes i don't think we can get to the end of our lives and be like well you know i didn't i didn't do whatever it takes you know i'm like do whatever you need to do with your phone do whatever you need to do with software protection do whatever it's not just about pornography it's like but do whatever it takes you know and so i try to build my life and i am a horrible miserable sinner (laughs) you know and do whatever it takes that I'm not even close to. I know I can't handle, there's lots and lots of things that I can't handle that I don't even get close to, you know, because I know it will get me in trouble. And so I try to have a humble heart knowing that I I can be a total disaster. And uh, one of the things, you know, like for example, one thing is, People have seen my life and they said, you know, you should, you should do a YouTube channel. You know, your life is super interesting. You had these adopted kids. You have them up on roofs. You know, you could be like rich and famous. And I, I just, in my heart, I said, no, I can't, I can't handle putting my life on a public platform. You know, I can't, I'm not a good enough person to self-promote myself day in, day out and not have it corrupt my soul for attention. know some people can do it and and again this is not like nobody should or shouldn't do these things right i know for me in my own heart i could not handle it Mm -hmm. and so one of the verses that's inspired me inspired cap here it's you know in first thessalonians where it says and make it your ambition to lead a quiet life you should mind your own business and work with your hands just Mm -hmm. as we told you." So that your daily life may win the respect of outsiders, so you will not be dependent on anybody. Mm-hmm. And so, I love. I've lived in different worlds, like being a swim coach on a pool deck, and working at a church, and now working on a construction site most days. Like today, we're out at my out on my dad's land, building a cabin on 20 acres of woods, and uh, building a deck in 20 acres of woods, and it's just beautiful out here. Uh, and we, And I'll work all day and I'll be tired at the end of the day from slopping these 2 by 10s 2 by 8 treated boards, building this frame. And I know that's just good for me. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I know it's good for me. I don't know any guys that travel a lot or sit in front of a computer all day that don't struggle tremendously about keeping their hearts and their minds pure. And I think when we think about what we're trying to do with CAP, Jerry, connecting this back into CAP, is that we're trying to set these young boys and potentially girls as well up for a good life. (laughs) And I think one of the profound ways, we just try to win against sin with willpower. And I'm like, you can't do it. You cannot do it. You know, and it's like, you try harder. I'm going to try. No, no, don't try harder. Just make it almost impossible for you to do it. One of these things, one of these gifts that we're going to give these young people is they're going to be tired all day and not in front of their phones and not in front of their computers. (laughs) Like what a profound gift of a way of life for them to come into this thing. I said, you know, these kids all want to be computer programmers. I'm like, man, I don't know if it's going to be good for you to stare in front of a screen for eight hours a day. I guess we need computer programs. You can make good money doing it. People got to do it. I understand it, you know, but I think there's something I feel great and we're selling as much a way of life That these young boys are going to be tired (laughs) they're going to be worn out they're going to sin less you know and uh i know what environment i'm in changes how i think and feel about the world it's not like i'm naturally a good person you put me in bad environments and i have way more bad thoughts you put me in good environments i have better thoughts (laughs) and i think it's it's this kind of realization that i am a wicked sinner and i'm not going to ever start just having good thoughts all the time Mm -hmm. I need to put myself in a position you know I had hernia surgery early January and so I ended up like basically I was on you know light duty no work for six weeks you know it's miserable just sitting around Mm -hmm. like not doing much and thankfully you and I had a bunch of meetings keeping me busy but like it was really difficult uh, Mm -hmm. not to be that busy and uh, I was feeling irritable grouchy you know I was like gosh you know is something just beautiful for me at the end of the day when I'm tired. Yeah. And I've worked hard with my hands, and we look at these young boys, and we're saying, "Man, let's let's get them tired at the end of the day. Let's yeah. just make them work hard all day long." And so, for those six eight hours, it doesn't mean all their problems will be solved.
0: Yeah, I might have just lost you, Justin. I'm gonna t- I'm gonna pick up. Justin is uh, out in Indiana, so I'm gonna. To- pick up justin you can jump back in when you when you're uh when your uh, connection comes back but justin's got a yeah, really good point there. there you are you're back
1: all right when did you lose I, me there
0: i lost you about 45 seconds ago
1: got it okay i'm just talking a little bit more about this way of life that we're giving these opportunities for these young people and the gift of what that looks like for them of tiring them out and the yeah. goodness spending that life and that's You know, as much as when we're thinking about, we always, you hear me say this a lot, like, you can't just say, accept Jesus in your heart and everything is good. Like, you've got to talk about the entire package, the entire way of life. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've become a big believer that there's something really good for young men, specifically, to be working hard all day. There's something good about them. They're not a good way of life for them. They are not inherently good people. (laughs) They are not going to like just inherently you know when they're tired and they have a mission and they have a vision and they've worked hard with their hands and they feel good about themselves like that's a critical component in keeping them i know i just wanted to run around and uh you know i wanted missions and so we were egging houses and toilet papering and you know feeling <laughs> Porta johns and dropping you know it's just like yeah. we just didn't have any purpose and mission and so we created ones that were just silly, you know, fun at the time, but like just nothing good coming out of it. You know? So I love the, the challenge that we're giving these young people in uh, the work that we're doing there. So uh, I'd love to hear what you have to say about that, Jerry, as well.
0: Well, I, yeah, you know, it, it it helped being brought up in a family. Um, and, and obviously this, any anything out of balance, any of the extremism is on, you know, can be incredibly unhealthy, but I was fortunate to be brought up in a house. The good part of the house I was brought up in is, you know, if we'd be sitting around and back then there were only three channels, right? Yes. (laughs) Five, nine and 12 if you're from Cincinnati. And, you know, and so cartoons or whatever, you know, when I was a kid watching cartoons in the morning or whatever, and then my mom saying, hey, you know, we got chores to do. And it was, you know, stuff around the house and I can remember vividly uh, seeing my mom come in and say, you know, turn the TV off or pull the sheets. out." you know, when I'm sleeping in, you know, and, and say, we got work to do and she'd open the windows and pull the sheets off. And, you know, her, her famous line was, if you don't have something to do, I'll give you something to do. And so, and obviously that can be extreme and unhealthy, but, but when you're brought up that way um, you know, it, it, the satisfaction I've talked to our guys uh, about, you know, the satisfaction of, of sweating, of, of doing some work that is hard and makes you sweat and how satisfying that can be. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and fortunately for me being brought up in that I, I enjoy sweating and doing things that, that cause exertion. Um, yes. And if you're, if you weren't brought up that way, then, you know, I'm not sure. I don't know exactly how to how to how to learn that Um, yes but but it's an important learning yes it's a a training that's part of the vision and hope of CAP
1: is that we will train these young people in that and when Cabell was doing his interview he really talked about how good he felt when he worked hard and it was like one of the learnings he felt and it was super encouraging we're were giving him that opportunity
0: that's good yeah that's good all right All right. I appreciate it. I appreciate your friendship and your leadership um, as well, Justin. It's good stuff, man. It's great. All right, my friend, Um, if you pray us into the rest of our Monday.
1: Yeah. For this prayer, I'm just going to read Jesus' words again, because I know you won't hear them at your church anytime soon. So, (laughs) all right. (laughs) If your right eye causes you to stumble, gouge it out and throw it away, it is better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. And if your right hand causes you to stumble, cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to go into hell. I've got to keep those words in front of us. And I pray that our hearts will do whatever it takes, uh, whatever it takes. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Well done, John.